Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation and around the world. Welcome, welcome one and all to Courtside Heat, the podcast edition. And I am alongside the podfather himself, the man that Adrian Wojnarowski dreams that he could be. I'm here with Josh. Josh, how are you, pal? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Man, if I was doing any better, I'd have to be twins. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Really? What do I mean? Well, um, say <laughs> question later. Oh, pass, pass it on. <laughs> oh, my. Well, look, we're on a brief hiatus. Um, non, non, N-O-N, COVID-related illnesses uh, took out the pod father for close to 10 days as he recuperated in his Star Wars... Um, Blanket and room. Is that true? <laughs> yep. That's what I've been for the past week and a little over. Well, no, I was talking about the Star Wars thing. Yeah. You Wait. Have, you have Star Wars blankets? Oh, no. Well, you just admitted yes, so there oh, we go. Oh, well. So, oh. listen, so that's why we've had a delay in the podcast. Uh, but back better than ever, as cool as the other side of the pillow, courtside heat the podcast. So, before. We jump into the podcast today. You guys that have been listening, you know the deal. It's all about connections, right? It's all about you guys. We do that in tons of places. First and foremost, CourtsideHeat.com, the mothership. What started it all, CourtsideHeat.com, the main website. It's going to give you the best in short stories Breaking news, long stories, exposés, and all that good stuff. We're also on Linktree. Linktree.com slash Quartzite Heat. Is that right? That is right. Linktree.com slash Quartzite Heat. Also, Josh is a featured author over on Medium. Is that Medium.com slash Quartzite Heat? It is. Medium.com slash Courtside Heat. And then, so, for you social media lovers, we got you covered. Twitter.com slash Courtside Heat. Facebook.com slash Courtside Heat. Instagram.com slash Courtside Heat NBA. We are also on the YouTube machine at YouTube.com slash Courtside Heat. And, of course, we are on Rumble. Very cool. Uh, uh, our, one of our videos was in a Rumble War about a week ago, our tribute to Kobe, going past that one-year anniversary. So that was really kind of neat. But we got a lot of exclusive videos happening over at Rumble. We do a lot of short clips. You know, the game winners, um, you know, the sick plays in that day in the NBA our videos over on Twitter are literally racking up thousands each time that we put that up. Get in on that. Twitter.com slash Courtside Heat. We have also made an appearance on Gab.com, G-A-B.com. For all of you that have no idea what Gab is, you're not alone. It's a different version of, um, of Twitter, a little bit more long form. Yeah, it's still a little heavy on the politics, but you know what? There's a lot of great space for the NBA, for basketball, for hoops, for breaking news, and we are at Gab.com. 
slash courtside heat. Rumor has it that Parler is going to be back in business, P-A-R-L-E-R, and will be there as courtside heat. Uh, we basically own the NBA conversation over on Parler uh, before they had to take a bit of a hiatus. So all good stuff there. Is there any other place that I'm missing? We are everywhere. Literally, we are everywhere. The only other place if anybody cares would be Tumblr.com slash Quartz. Yeah, no. Listen, we got a huge fo- um, following on Tumblr. We actually really do have a huge uh, following on Tumblr. A lot of interaction. It's a, it's a place that, you know, is, you know, you either know it and love it or you don't know anything about it and all of that's okay. But listen, the, the truth of the matter is, Wherever you want to get your NBA information, we're literally everywhere. Courtside Heat, check it out. The podcast, as you know. We can be found in three different locations. We're loving SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Courtside Heat. Of course, we're on the iTuners. You go to iTuners and, and search Courtside Heat. For all of you dorks on Android, first of all, what's your problem? Get over to iPhone. But anyway, search out Courtside Heat wherever you get your Google Podcasts. We'd love to have you listen there. Also, Josh probably posts this on YouTube, probably posts it on Rumble, and we're also on IGTV. And gosh knows where else. It is craziness. It's insanity. We are everywhere. Don't forget Tumblr. I won't forget Tumblr next time. That's where you follow us. Now then, there's this little thing called e-commerce that we engage in. We are not a 501c3. And for you dorks still living in your parents' basement, that means nonprofit organization. We are a for-profit entity. What does that mean? Well, what that means is, simply, we want to make money. Specifically, we want your money. But we're willing to take your money in return for some really, really cool stuff. Josh, tell them what we got, and then I'll tell them where to find it. Yeah, so cool deal. We actually have so many great things from basketball cards, like a rookie Lamella ball card, to Chris Weber cards for all you old-time fans, to Devin Booker cards, to whatever card you can think of, new old-time even middle school cards. You can find it. You can find hats and clothing. We have a sick um, Denver Nuggets hat that's for, that's on sale right now, and we just have all this cool stuff. We have this old time starting line figures from the nineties. You can go back as far as nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven. Whatever you're looking for, we have it. Um. No. Yeah. Spot on. And we've had something kind of crazy happen over the last day or so. We had a 1991 NBA Hoops Jam Edition Will Smith card. And it, it had popped, right? And we sold it. I mean, we've, we've had this card for a little while. We didn't pay much attention to it. Buyer got a pretty cool price. But apparently, um, these things can range from like 15 cents to hundreds of dollars. So, I mean, we got so much stuff, it's ridiculous. Two places in which to get it at. You can go to courtsideheat.com slash store. What's awesome about that? 
we're giving away promo codes like crazy. I mean, what's the current promo code? Current promo code right now, especially for this Valentine's Day, use Valentine's 21 to get 21% off your $20 purchase of any kind. Okay, so 20% off. How much do they got to spend? $20. That, that's a really good deal on anything that you want. And hey, if you want free shipping, just spend $35 and you'll have that free shipping, which is a great deal. Now, there's some of you out there that absolutely love, right, Macari. We get that. Courtside Heat Dodge Store. We got a gigantic inventory. I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds and who knows. Right, we just got everything coming out of the yin-yang on Macari. Courtsideheat.store on Macari. For those of you that still like the eBay machine, I get it. I feel you. I'm there. We're on eBay as well. Search out Courtside Heat. We have no idea what the URL is, right? We're, we're in different spots. We got some stuff on eBay. Pretty limited as far as, as the, you know, the things that we do. But in any event, we're on eBay as well. Also, when you hit courtsideheat.com, you're going to get the opportunity to opt in for the latest newsletter. Now, look, this newsletter is sick. We feature a sick product that we have for sale that may or may not be promoted anywhere else. You're getting insider information. This is the inner sanctum of information when it comes to the NBA and courtside heat. And it's free, you dopes. It's free. Why wouldn't you take advantage of something that's free? Even most of you can afford free. You don't have to wait for Biden to send you money to afford free. You can blow that money on Taco Bell, and you can get the best of insider information at courtsideheat.com. Go ahead and opt in for the Inner Sanctum newsletter, and you'll be smarter for it. And that's at least one thing we can say about you. Now, all of that is out of the way. And before we jump into breaking news and all of the topics, let us be additional people to talk about goats. Greatest of all times. And there's a debate going on right now about Tom Brady being the greatest American team player GOAT. Better than Russell, better than Jabbar, and better than Jordan. Now we're taking out of the equation individuals, right? Serena Williams, dominant. Michael Phelps, ridiculously dominant. Right? Um, Nadal, Federer, right? These are dominant individuals in an individual sport. We're talking about somebody in the team sport environment who's the greatest of all time. And for me, without question, it's Tom Brady. And I don't even think, first of all, it wasn't even in question anymore. Was he the greatest football player of all time? That's that's easy. That was done with the last Super Bowl win. The Jordan conversation started creeping in. And now here it is. And I think there's no question in my mind 
that Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls, right? He has more Super Bowls than any other franchise. He's been to more Super Bowls, 10. The guy that came in second is John Elway with five. And I can't tell you how significant his win was because for Patrick Mahomes, who everybody's calling the next GOAT, right, until Trevor Lawrence tears it up this year, we'll see, he's got to get to the Super Bowl a minimum, a minimum, a minimum of nine more times. He's got to eclipse Brady's record of 10, go to 11 with the hopes of just tying the record. That's insane when you talk think about it, right? This is not a football show. We're bringing it up because we're talking goats. The goat of the NBA, Michael Jordan. The goat of the NFL, Tom Brady. But who's the goat of the goat? Podfather? I have to say Tom Brady. You have to go with Tom Brady. Why? He's gone 10 Super Bowls. He's won 7. Without, no, without repeating what I said. What you got? We, he's done, okay, he's done with the Buccaneers. First year without, uh, without Belichick, first year with a new scheme, new offense, new everything. The man's 43 years old and he won a Super Bowl. He's just taken a team that just had a 30 and 30 quarterback and he's just taken his team to a new level. When you say 30 and 30, you meant 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Right. You're Jameis Winston. No, he's not my Jameis Winston, he's Saints. Now, I would say that it would have been Jordan if when Jordan came out of retirement a second time for the Washington Wizards and he led them to an NBA title, if he could take that broken down bum team that he was on and he had some wicked games with the, with the Wizards, but if he could have taken them to the NBA title, the Washington Wizards, mind you, that would have probably made him the goat of the goat of the goat. He didn't do that. Brady did. And, yeah, I think it's pretty unbelievable. The goat conversation is kind of cool, right? Because some people will say, well, Jordan had to play more games. And, you know, he had to play offense and defense. My argument to that uh, would be is that Jordan had a greater impact on the game because he did play offense and defense. Jordan probably was, during his prime, the best defensive player in the NBA. Tom Brady isn't going to go out there and make tackles, an interception, a sack, or affect anything on the defensive side of the ball. And that's really what, what makes him the go. But, you know, these debates are always kind of fun as things go. Uh, look, Jordan is still a GOAT. He's just maybe no longer in team sports the GOAT. But I think, just like anything else, when you're mentioned by a single name, You've made it, right? Bird, Magic, Jordan, right? LeBron, Brady, right? And LeBron's different. I mean, he's not in the GOAT conversation, but I know a bunch of you putts will think about that because you've only been watching basketball for four years and you think LeBron's good and he's he's okay, but he's not Kobe. And so we don't even want to get into the GOAT debate as of yet because, you know, it's just, it's just different. This is a Brady... Jordan question, and I'm with you. I think Brady's the man. You have to go with it. 
he's been relevant for 20 years, going on 21 seasons. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, cool stuff. All right. Uh, prediction sure to go wrong. Josh usually is. We're going to get that segment at the end. <laughs> okay. Non-COVID related cough. Let's get into topic number one. Breaking news. Josh is going to break it down for you. Several members within the Raptors organization believe they should trade Kyle Lowry? Yeah, there's a lot of speculation coming out that there's a few members within the Raptors that believe that Kyle Lowry should be traded out of the organization. And for once, I actually agree with this. Because as we know, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent next season, next offseason. Meaning that they don't get a first round refusal. So, why not try to cash in an opportunity, try to get a few draft picks, maybe a player they can utilize. But, this isn't the first time that Kyle Lowry, Lowry. Lowry should have been, or believe that should have been traded. The team was close to trading Lowry when to the Grizzlies back in 2019 for Mike Conley uh, with Mark and Saul. So, so what are they going to get back from if I, he's 34 years old, he's bouncing around, he's still putting up 17.6 sits per game. I would say we get a, maybe a few draft picks and maybe a player a little under his skill. I don't know. What, are you, what, what, what insider information is that? <clears throat> like, this is you just, got nothing for him. But this is, this, this is just speculation. This is just... So you're a rumor monger. You got nothing. Like, like I mean, you got to have him going somewhere for something. But going weird. Okay. Well, that, well, then why bring it up? Because okay, well, this is interesting. Who? It's only interesting if we can speculate as to where he's going. So is Kyle Lowry going to the Lakers for AD? That, that, would, that would be interesting. That would be interesting, but it would never happen. Okay, but then where, where's the potential where he's going? I don't know. Then why bring it up? So I brought it up because I saw it was interesting that you actually get something from not knowing the team yet. I mean, was he going to get Cody Zeller for Kyle Lowry straight up? No, but I just thought it was interesting. They tried a lot um, in twenty nineteen with him. Now he's going to be a restrict, unrestricted free agent next off season. They might be able to get something with him. That's why I was going with it. Hmm. Yeah, but if you don't have any juice on where he's going, what's the point? So speculation. You don't know yet. With the trade um, deadline coming up, this is going to be a pressuring thing. What's only pressure? I mean, somebody's got to know what they might get for him. But, I mean, next time you're, you're going to get like, a few draft picks for him. Yeah, that's that's not a good deal because the Raptors are still players. I don't understand. You know, they have like a losing record right now. But besides that, Donald Singlar is going to resign with them. And it's not worth resigning with the team. I think they should just park their separate ways. And the truth be told, Lowry was only good um, was when Kawhi Leonard was there. What, what did the Raptors do before him or even after them? So it was like one of those things. Mm -hmm. And they were going to trade him in 2019 before it got cut off. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's breaking news. I mean, I mean, everybody could be traded. I mean, outside of LeBron, AD, and... Giannis, Jimmy Butler. Well, Jimmy Butler could be traded. Giannis isn't going anywhere. Luka isn't going anywhere. There's a few untouchables. Everybody could be traded. Everybody, everybody could be traded, but not Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler can go. He can go, but... Well, who'd he ever be? Who did Jimmy Butler ever be? He had game-winning shots. Who cares? Well, so did Cody Zeller. <laughs> no, he never had. Yes, he has. No, look it up. Uh, I don't need to look it yes, up. Yes, look it up. 
First of all, who did Jimmy Butler ever beat? He took the he took the Heat to the NBA Finals. Who cares? That says a lot. Not really. Yeah, because he he only had Tyler Euro and um, Bam Bio. and a lot of those players were injured. So yeah, it makes a big deal. It doesn't make a big. There's there's no big deal there at all. Yeah. No. Jimmy Jimmy Butler is a good player. Jimmy Butler is not an all world player. He's not all world player, but he's I can think of I can think of fifteen people I would rather want over Jimmy Butler. Twenty. Right. But what do you mean right? Then why are you bringing him up? Why would you say he's untradeable? He's definitely tradable. He's tradable, but they're not going to trade him. But that's not what I said. Yeah. You said that he was untradeable. He is untradeable. He's he not untradeable. He, why would he trade him? But who did he ever beat? Oh, come on. That's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. Listen, the NBA is about winning championships. Yes Correct. or no? Yes or no? Correct. Yes or no? Correct. Yes or no? I just said yes. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Andrew Wiggins has the same amount of championships as Jimmy Butler. Okay, that's unfair to say. Derrick Rose has the same amount of championships as Jimmy Butler. He's injury prone. Stan Van Gundy. Oh, he's a head coach. Has the same amount of championships. Lonzo Ball has the same amount of championships as Jimmy Butler. Lonzo Ball has been in the league for that long. It doesn't matter. Hey, Donzo Ball's not going to go anywhere. He was I'm, on a poor, self, a poor Lakers. Now he's on a poor Stan Van Gundy's team. You're missing my point. Who has Jimmy Butler ever beaten? They call him Jimmy Buckets. Who cares? There's a lot of guys that can fill a stat sheet. It only matters who wins. Okay. Who has he ever beaten? What, are you going to Google that? Yeah. You're going to go to the Google machine and say, who is Jimmy Butler ever beaten? <laughs> no, I'm looking I at Jimmy Butler. What are you looking at him for? What's the <laughs> point? He's been a great um, offensive player. He's that doesn't matter. So was Dominique Wilkins. He's one of the most electrifying players of all time. But who did he ever beat? Um, Dominique Wilkins, pretty much. He was a highlight reel. Okay, much. fine. What is Charles Barkley known for? Never getting the big one. <laughs> What's Dan Marino in football known for? Never winning the big one. That's the football. But it doesn't matter. It only matters on who you beat. Who has Jimmy Butler ever beaten? The answer is no one, so he's tradable. That is very unfair to say. Why? It's just How many teams has this guy been on? Oh, it wasn't Jimmy's fault in Chicago. Oh, it wasn't Jimmy's fault in Minnesota. Oh, it wasn't Jimmy's fault in Philadelphia. Okay, well. Oh, it's not Jimmy's fault in Miami. How many other places does this putz have to go? If he's such a winner, if he's so good, how come nobody wanted him? What do you mean? He's signed with the Miami Heat. This is his fourth team. Right. He's been traded to all these teams. Okay, how many teams was Jordan traded to? None. How How many teams was Bird traded to? None. But How different. many teams was Magic Johnson traded to? That was different. How many teams was Isaiah Thomas traded to? Which one? The real one. Not the putz who's coming out of retirement that'll play in the G League like the little midget. I'm talking about Zeke, the real guy from the you Detroit can, Pistons. You can't Isaiah say that. Thomas. Michael who, Jordan had a lot of time women, how many time, women, how many times was Isaiah Thomas traded? None. Never. But it was How many different. times was Kawhi Leonard traded? Never. 
But he walked out on the Spurs. But it, he so, walked out on the Toronto Raptors. He, after yeah, winning no, it's not walking out. He doesn't have to sign a new contract. It's not like he said, I'm not playing with this contract. He's not pulling a Deshaun Watson. You know, pay me $200 bazillion, but I don't want to play now because my feelings are hurt. This doesn't work that way. Who has Jimmy Butler beaten? I'll wait. Okay. This, I'll hang up and listen. This, no, this, no, this, I'll hang up and listen. No, this I'll is a very... Now, I'm not doing this. We're going to go to the second one. I think it would be very unreasonable. Same okay. The, Jimmy Butler has the same amount of championships as this guy. Laurie Markkinen is now Oh, out. come on. He was in his fourth season. He did his fourth season. played with uh, Bulls for, for for three bad seasons. Now okay. okay, who's Giannis beating? Nobody. Nobody, but he never had anybody around him. That's... Oh, okay. Let's review the Chicago Bulls, shall we? Let's review the Chicago Bulls. We're talking about Giannis Hold now. on a second. Why? He's on the Bulls. Paxson, BJ Armstrong, Craig Hodges, Cliff Livingston, Will Purdue, Luke Longley. These are some of the putzes that Jordan had but to play Scottie with. But it's Scotty Pippen, and he later had Dennis Rodman. Okay. Then if you go, wait a minute, if you go by that logic, the Lakers and Celtics should have never lost. You had Magic. Byron Scott, Michael Cooper, James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Magic Johnson had the all-time points leader in NBA history. Oh, come on. It's two different team. eras. You had a big The fight. Boston Celtics. You had Bird, DJ, Ainge, Parrish, McHale. It's unbelievable. And they won championships. You're missing the point. How am I missing a point? They were successful. We're talking about someone who did you But you said Giannis doesn't have anybody. He doesn't have anyone. They were successful. He just chose. He just chose to sign with Milwaukee. He could have. He could have pulled a LeBum and try to form his own super team. Nobody's going to go to Milwaukee. Who wants to go to Milwaukee? And let me share something with you, Junior. Who did who Who did LeBron have when he won in Cleveland? He had Kyrie and Kevin Love. Not no 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 not the no. No, no, no. Wait, are we talking about his first time or second time? Second time. His he didn't have he didn't have Kyrie Irving the second time, did he? Yeah, when in the twenty sixteen playoffs, Ky and mm. the funny thing about Kyrie is in mm -hmm. the game seven he had a clutch free right in his face, Stephen Curry, another three point That's shooter bailing him out. That's not his name. Don't call him by that name. Kyrie Irving. No, Steph Curry. What's his name? Oh, Wardell Curry. Yeah, Wardell Curry. He's no longer Steph Curry. We're not... Oh, yeah. Wardell Curry. Uh, hold on. We'll, we'll get there. Here's what I'm saying. Draymond Green has more championships than Jimmy Butler. But he got to play with Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry. Okay, the last time I checked, Jimmy Butler played with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons? Al yeah, Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons is an elite... <laughs> player. Oh, okay. Uh, Who did he ever beat? No. The same one. amount of people that Jimmy Butler beat. Who is Joel did B he ever beat? Been? Hold on a second. Did Jimmy Butler make the Sixers better? No. Did he make the Timberwolves better? No. Did he make the Bulls better? When was the Timberwolves ever good? When were the Timberwolves ever good? After Trey KG. Look up the Kevin Garnett years. Why? I said okay. post KG. Okay, what's your point? They don't work with Cat. They Andrew Wiggins was a bust there. Okay, Delo's not even working there now. And now, so then, what, what, did, what did he now. do? What did he? The great, the great Tom Thibodeau. What did he ever do there? 
as a coach. What I'm saying, Tim, oh, okay. is a question. They're wait, a bad wait, wait, team. wait a second. You brought in Thibodeau, a master coach, and you brought in uh, Jimmy Butler. Who did they beat? Nobody. They beat nobody. Let me ask you something. Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer, right? Right. One of the greatest point guards ever. Who did he ever beat? Pretty much no one. Okay. He only had him and Amari Stoudemire and one other guy. Wait a minute. Did he win a title with the Mavericks? Yeah, I think you... No, he didn't win a title with the Mavericks. No. But anyway, here's what I'm saying. Dirk Nowitzki, if he doesn't win that title, he would have been what could have been. Right. But then when he wins the title, what does everybody do? They compare him to Bird. Is he better than Bird? So, same career, wins a title, right? Mm -hmm. People are, is he better than Larry Bird? No. No, not even... Not even close. So, uh, Jimmy Butler is tradable. He's as interchangeable as Laurie Markkinen, who, by the way, is out for how long? Laurie Markkinen will be out for two to four weeks with a right shoulder injury. Who cares? In or out? Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen's a bump. Okay. In his oh, day, I don't mean well, a bump. Well, here's the thing. I... It's tough to say when your first three seasons are with a down spiraling. Um, what are you Bulls. talking about? The Bulls. Did you ever see Michael Jordan's team when he started with the Bulls? Oh, my. You were better than any player they had on Oh, there. hold on. I'm talking about when he first started. Yeah, I'm talking about the first three years of Jordan's years. Oh, we're going in two different eras. It has nothing to do with era. Okay, let me ask you something. Did they dribble dribble a ball in Michael Jordan's era? Oh my gosh! Did they dribble a ball? You're yes insane. or no? Did they dribble a ball? Yes or no? That's common knowledge. Yes. Okay. If you shot the ball and it went in the basket, did that count? Oh as points? my! Did that count as points? You're just asking. Yes or no? You're asking. Yes or no? Questions. Yes or no? You know the yes answer. Or no. Yes or yes. no? Okay. And then you could literally, literally take a steel chair to Jordan's head, going through the lane, and would only be a personal <laughs> foul if they like touch. Touch Lori Markkinen's arm hair. It's it's a personal foul and maybe a technical, right? Because there are a bunch of Marys out there playing. You're right. It's two different eras. You could literally, Hulk Hogan could run onto the court, club Jordan in the head with a steel chair. Lambeer could punch him in the face six times while on the ground, and they'd be like, uh, "I guess it's a foul." I, yeah, we'll go. We'll call a foul on that. Well, hey, on. I just want to say some. KG actually said players back then, back then, would not be able to adapt to this NBA if I read that correctly. Well, I think this NBA is a little bit more athletic than that NBA was. I mean, Jordan would adapt in any era. I think. I think Bird would be really good. I don't know how fast he would be in comparison to today's players. What was interesting back then is that, first of all, the three-point the three point shot wasn't even instituted for the longest time, right? I think what's interesting is, is that there was such a premium placed on big guys back then, right? So whether that was Robert Parrish, McHale, you know, with the Birds, or with the Birds, with the Celtics, <laughs> and then you went over the Pistons with, you know, John Sally and James Edwards, right? Or you went out to the Lakers with with uh, Michael Thompson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously, right? Those guys. Mark Eaton up in Utah. Um, you know, there was Patrick Ewing, right, with the Knicks, obviously one of the greatest centers of all time. Now, people don't even know what playing center, you know, actually means. Okay. Who are the NBA Players of the Week? And you want to talk about a group of guys that's never beaten anyone? 
Go ahead and lay it on him. Okay, for the guys who are named NBA's Players of the Week is De'Aaron Fox and Giannis. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, De'Aaron Fox, you know, interestingly, another Kentucky guy, makes a lot of money, doesn't really do a whole lot uh, in the league. What? Well, now, what? When, the, when this Kings went 4-0, yeah. he averaged 31 points and 9 assists. Yeah, who'd he ever be? Oh, come on! Yeah, you want to know, know the difference? You want to know the difference? Oh, this is just the NBA. Heard, this is just the NBA's part of the week. Do you want to know what the difference is? We're not nominated you want to know what the difference? You want to know what the difference is? If you go back in the 90s. No, you want to know what the difference is? What? Luke Walton. Luke Walton's the difference. That's the reason why they're relevant in Sacramento. That's why they're relevant. So consider this. You know what? We're not going to consider this. These two guys have never beaten anybody. And that's why the MVP doesn't mean anything. Because Giannis can win it, but never win anything. I'm just saying. Fair. Yeah. Well, I know it's fair. Because I said it. Okay. Number four. <laughs> this one's interesting. Uh, I kind of like this one a little bit. Let's talk about the trade that took place. Maybe a little under the radar. Imagine what this would have sounded like, you know, 10 years ago. But right now, this is pretty interesting. What we got? I'm actually in favor of this. It's that Derrick Rose has been traded from the Pistons to the Knicks in exchange for Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. in a draft compensation. Yeah, I mean, look, um, you know, Derrick Rose, everybody knows his story, right? And devastating injuries, former MVP, who did he ever beat sort of routine again. But what could have been, right? Him and Grand Hill, you know, two uh, rising stars that man those devastating injuries. But, you know, the reality of it is Derrick Rose gets to go back with Tom Thibodeau. Had his best years in Chicago under Coach Tibbs. You know, it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Dennis Smith Jr., I still think there's a lot of bloom on the Rose. It didn't work out with the Knicks. You know, he comes from a long pedigree. His dad uh, was was an amazing shooter. So it'll be interesting to see what D-Rose can do with the Knicks. I, I like what the Knicks are doing, blending a little veteran leadership over there with uh, with your boy and Julius Randle and all of that. might be interesting to see what the Knicks can do the rest of the season. Yeah, for sure, because I actually like to try think the Knicks are the winners and the Pistons are the losers. Just my well, I mean, the Pistons have been the losers since the moment they employed Stan Van Gundy. He's a piece of trash, and he made the organization piece of trash, and that's where they are. They're stuck with uh, Plumlee, a huge contract, and Stan Van Gundy's stench <laughs> everywhere because he's a piece of garbage. Topic number two. Speaking of people that never beat anybody. Oh, come on. Should Bradley Beal be traded or Scotty Brooks be fired from Washington? Go ahead, because I know your take is going to be awful. Okay, so I think there's I think there's a few things to be considered. We have all these people talking about Brad Beal should be traded. They don't, no one's really talking about Scotty Brooks. But here's the thing. We're going to start with Brad Beal, and it's just going to be on averages and what he has been performing like. So he's been averaging this season 33-5-4 on 47% from the field. The past two seasons, he has been averaging 30 points, and in total career has been 21 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists, right? Now, here's one of the things that I think we need to consider. That he's never beaten anybody? Oh, come on! That's true. He, okay, fine, he hasn't beaten anybody. He's been on Washington. But here's the thing. Let's go to now to the head coach, because I just brought that, but this is interesting. So when 
Um, so before Randy Whitman was fired in 2016, the Wizards were three and one, having three winning seasons, one losing season, with Beal and our key pieces. Yeah, John Wall. Yeah, and Otto Porter Jr. and things Otto like that. Porter Jr. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just from the team. But now Scotty Brooks has caused those four losing seasons as a head coach. And we're calling this year because we know where they're going this year. Unless they can make a miraculous comeback in this season. But imagine that. You're free of one. You fire women. You bring in Brooks. And all of a sudden, he goes 0-4 with current season intact whatnot, and but free past seasons. In his first two seasons, you can say he made to the playoffs, but where have this team gone since? They lost in the playoffs. John Wall is gone. Otto Porter Jr. left. Well, first of all, uh, I think first and foremost is this. So, um, Scotty Brooks is, is an excellent coach. I mean, Scotty Brooks took Oklahoma City in that pool of talent. Now, everybody can say, oh, you can, you can always win with Durant and, and Harden and blah, blah, blah. When Durant came out of the University of Texas, he was as big as a pencil. Uh, people thought he couldn't physically take it, and he developed that raw talent. He 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 got James Harden to buy into being the sixth man of the year. I don't know how many times, right? And then obviously you had you had Westbrook in there, this raw talent out of UCLA uh, that people weren't really sure. And he listen, nobody. Uh, it's kind of crazy how everything is going to kind of work itself out. But so, I mean, look, I think Scotty Brooks is an excellent coach. I think, I think a couple of things, I think like, it's kind of weird. Like in sports, when you think about it, there, there are certain franchises that you go to, you see coaches go to, and you're like, Man, I don't know about that. Like when somebody takes the job with the Detroit Lions, just using football again, they've won one playoff game in 50 some odd <laughs> years. Or more recently, you know, somebody takes a job with the New York Jets. You're just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with the Pistons right now. The same thing with, I mean, the Wizards have been really mediocre. I understand what you're saying about Randy Whitman and all, and he's he, he's competent. But there are just some organizations, and I, it doesn't, no matter what it is that they do, they just can't quite seem to, to ever get it. And it's not from a lack of trying. Look. Uh, the, the Wizards, Ted Leonis, uh, the guy that owns Groupon, was a major player in AOL back in the day that owns the Wizards. It's not like he hasn't made financial commitments. I mean, he made, he gave Supermax contracts to both Beal and John Wall, right? Uh, and now he made the trade to bring over Westbrook. I mean, so as an organization, they you know, they really are trying. It just, I mean, heck, think about it. At one point, the Washington Wizards had Michael Jordan playing on their team and was was a small minority owner, and they could never turn the corner. There's just there's something about this organization. I'm telling you, Phil Jackson could come back and coach the Wizards, and the Wizards would be awful. You could Red Arbach can come back from the dead. Pat Riley could come up from Miami, and it's just like yikes! And it's almost like they're snake bitten, right? They're just kind of jinxed, kind of like the Knicks, right? I mean, ever since Pat Riley, I mean, people can talk about Jeff Van Gundy, but he's, you know, he's a dork. Pat Riley, um, I mean, it's just weird to see how some organizations can just never, I mean, you're talking about major markets, Washington, D.C., right? Detroit is no minor market and all that. 
I mean, is it Scotty Brooks's fault? I don't know. I mean, but you got you got Beal and Westbrook. Why would you want to break that up? Why would you want to trade Bradley Beal? I, I just I don't get it. When you got when you got players that produce, why would you want to get rid of them? What's the point? Well, now you're saying I think they don't want to get rid of him. I seen her adamant against it. I think Beal's gonna. I think he's gonna force a trade because he's like, but why? He's why like, trade him? Well, he's probably gonna be like, if you don't trade me, I'm just gonna sit down. I'm just gonna do Go all ahead. this. Go ahead, do what you want. Well, I mean, look, uh, these guys sign these massive contracts. <clears throat> they know what the organizational outlook is. Their agent's job is to tell them, does this make sense? Well, he stayed for the money because you get more money by staying than signing somewhere else. Don't fool yourself. That's exactly why Giannis signed with the Bucks. It was like another thirty or forty million dollars, whatever it was, it was a huge amount of money. If he re-signed with the Bucks versus signing somewhere else, <clears throat> I don't care who you are, that's a lot of money. But just because you're not getting your own way, and it's not listen, you you have a chance to play alongside Russell Westbrook. You can be Batman and Robin. You're playing in the East. It's not like you're playing in Murder's Row. I mean, it's the East. I, I think the West is harder this year uh, than the East, even though Golden State is, you know, I mean, they are what they are. I mean, I don't know. I uh, I, I think I think too often, uh, you know, th- these guys want to give up. I and mean, where's Bradley Beal going to go? And then if Bradley Beal's putting on an exhibition, how old is Bradley Beal? I think he's like 27. Okay, but what do you have to give up? So it's like an interesting thing. Somebody, you know, how much stock, how many assets do you have to give up to get Bradley Beal? So let's say for fun, he wanted to go to, I don't know, the Mavericks. Luca and Beal, okay? But what would they have to give up to get Bradley Beal? So what you're going to do is you're going to raid the refrigerator in which you, so you're hungry. You give away all your food. Then you go in the kitchen to eat. Doesn't make any sense. So when these massive deals come about, why would you want to do that? Because the the team had to give up everything just to get you, and so you've went from one bad situation to another bad situation. It doesn't work. Yeah, actually, I'll give you a prime example. You remember the Knicks when they traded uh, for Carmelo? They traded every single way to get Carmelo, and he was the only one left. And and they were look, Denver was a playoff team with Carmelo, and the Knicks were a playoff team without Carmelo. And and what made the Knicks somewhat okay? It's not like they were going to win an NBA title. I'm not saying that, but you're right. That's the per- you you actually bring up the perfect example. To bring that star to New York, they gave up everything about that team that was making that team successful. The same thing with the Brooklyn Nets. To bring in the beard, right? You had to get away rid of your rim protector, your rebounder, the guy that's going to dive, you know, for the ball on the floor and and all that kind of good stuff. You're going to win with the three-headed monster. You're going to lose with the three-headed monster. I think the one thing that LeBum actually figured out was in Miami was we still need these other guys, right? They still had Birdman. They still had all of these other um, Udonis Haslam. They had these guys that could do the gritty, gutty stuff. When when he went to the Lakers, right, Um, uh, it was totally him and A.B., but – they have all these other guys, right? Uh, I think he, I think he understands that you need to have these guys in place to to kind of make that happen. So, look, I I think it's interesting. I don't know. Look, I, Bradley Beal is a player, but it's not hard to stuff a stat sheet in today's NBA. Let's be honest. 
you know, to to average 26, 27, 28 points if you're an NBA caliber, a good NBA caliber player. Um, now, uh, you know, send him to Dallas. <clears throat> if Dallas, you know, I mean, there's a lot of places that he could go. I just... <clears throat> yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if you fire your head coach, does that mean anything? I get it, he's own four right now. That has to be concernable, especially in some seasons where he just totally bombed it. But yeah. it's also on players. Because we can see as Thomas Bryan, he has Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they, they always blame the coach. The coach doesn't make a shot. The coach doesn't, you know, get a rebound. I mean, look at last year's, look at last year's Western Conference Finals. Was it Doc Rivers that blew the lead? Was it Doc Rivers that didn't hit a field goal in the fourth quarter of Game 7? No, that was Kawhi and Paul George, right? Doc, Doc Rivers doesn't suit up anymore, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah, to me, it's easy to blame Scotty Brooks or whatever the case may be, but I don't think that's it. It wouldn't surprise me if Bradley Beal goes, but I don't think he's going to go during the season, to be completely honest with you. I think if Bradley Beal goes, uh, it could be in the offseason. They may even say to him, hey, we're going to get rid of Scotty Brooks, blah, 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 blah. Who do you bring in? What's the solution? I don't know. I really don't know. Because I can't even think of a head coach off the top of my mind right now that would want to go to Washington, want to have, because this is going to be a rebuilt team. That's but it shouldn't be a rebuilt team with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's one of the things. Is Russell Westbrook worth it all? I don't think so. He never worked in OKC. Houston. Houston with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. He had a shooting head of fundamentalist. What happened? I don't know. Well, you have too many alphas. You know, you get you have too many guys that that need to have the ball in their hands, and so that uh, that just doesn't work. So, look, it's it's an interesting concept. It's interesting to talk about, but you know, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it kind of plays itself out. Topic number three is the NBA All Star Game a good idea or no? You know, I, even though there's a lot of criticism, I'm looking forward to the NBA All-Star game. I'm looking to all of the festivities and activities they're having. I'm hoping they do all of that. That's one of the things that NBA fans want, and TNT's making considerable money with that. I enjoy the three-point shooting contest. I, you know, there's still elements to the dunk contest that I enjoy. I mean, I know everybody kind of poops on on the dunk contest, uh, you know, NBA All-Star Weekend is tradition. I didn't miss the Pro Bowl this year. I forgot that they even canceled the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Uh, I think you would miss the NBA All-Star game. I'm not a real big fan of the game itself on Sundays because it is literally just, um, it's like warm-up shooting, right? I mean, these guys are just not a single person playing D until it gets down to the very end. But I still do enjoy the three-point shooting contest. Uh, the dunk contest, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So we'll see. We'll see what it is that they do this year. I think it kind of stinks if you start taking away things from from sports when it's absolutely positively not necessary because, you know, these security guards can keep these guys apart, so you'd be just fine. Oh, yeah, and Co is inactive for 48 minutes. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Topic four. Josh is going to break it all down to you. We're going to do this in rapid fire succession. I can't even believe this is a statement, but I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> it. Here's the question. Are your New York Knickerbockers a playoff team? Let's break it down. 
That is like the weirdest statement, any a question statement anybody can say, ask, do, or whatever. Like, hey, are your necks gonna make it to the process here? Well, they're in the ninth seed. They've added death and talent over the past two seasons. Mm -hmm. RJ Bear is turning out to be their franchise player, who they drafted in 2019's NBA draft, the third overall pick. They added Derrick Rose. Veteran present, Adobe Toppin. I get it, he's not putting a lot on the stat sheet, but he's just a rookie. Um, you have Julius Randle, who's averaging a double double. He's been a monster. I mean, he's been a, a defensive, offensive rebounding and paint drilling machine. The Knicks are 11 14, one game out of the eighth behind the Raptors. They're battling behind two games from the Pacers, Horns, and Hawks, who or only a game or two behind. If you think about it, they actually could finish between the 6th and 8th position if you talk about puff contention. And a lot of these, and RJ Barrett's been improving in his, um, in points, assists, and rebounds, especially from last year. He's all, um, to me, he's like a, um, he's making a case for most improved player, in my opinion. Okay. And same with Randall. He's averaging 22, 11, and 7. Rose, yeah, Rose, Julius Randall, I, he's, he's having a nice season so far. Yeah, he's showing having one. Especially, was he always with the Knicks, like, especially yeah. last season? Yeah. yeah. No. No, no, no. Julius Randall's always drafted by the Lakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. But since, especially going to the Knicks and not, and having this uncertainty, um, level of uncertainty, I think all these players are doing really well. Austin Rivers has turned out to be okay. That's why they signed him just to have like this role player, bench player type thing. Then Rose, like I said, veteran presence. He's averaging 14 points and 4 assists. He's able to drive into paint. RJ Barrett, he could pretty much do anything that um, a second year player can do. Like I said, he's improving. So this team is having a shot to be a playoff content team. I, yeah, I really do think it with the way the Hawks, Horns, and Pacers have been playing, I think they have a shot. Here's the deal, y'all. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, the Hawks going in the wrong direction. You want to do everything you can to try to keep Trey Young, and this is what you're doing. Um, all of that, that soliloquy that you put together, it was wonderful. Everything that you said in there is 100% true. It's probably the best analysis of the Knicks going out there today. This is why you guys subscribe to that podcast, the breakdown of the Knicks, but you forgot the most important element. It's Tom Thibodeau. It's, it's Tom Thibodeau. These guys are learning how to play the game of basketball. They're learning fundamentals. They're learning how to bloody a nose, get their nose bloody, and keep on playing. It's about going all out for 48 minutes. It sounds cliche, never take a playoff. But that's why Derrick Rose wanted to come back. And that's why Thibodeau and, and Jimmy Buckets, your boy who never beat anybody, who has the same amount of NBA titles as R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, Opie Tobin, and Austin Rivers. Have, oh, and actually, Austin Rivers has a title. He actually, yeah, so Austin Rivers actually beat somebody. And and just so you know, Jimmy Buckets. He's like a role player. Doesn't but, matter. Well, it doesn't matter. Here, you want to sound. You've been a role player. <laughs> what do you think this whole podcast is, Podfather? You're really? a role player. Yeah. But anyway. To my point, um, coach creates culture. Having the right coach, and I'm not saying the other guys from from Fisdale to to all the guys that they've had in there. Those are good NBA coaches, but there are certain guys 
with a certain makeup that can look at a team and do something with it. When you look on paper and you say, Archie Barry, Julius Randle, Derek Rose, Topin, and, and Rivers. But there are some guys that's like, yeah, that works within my system. I can make these guys good. Does it mean if they make the playoffs, they can make a run? No, absolutely not. I don't think so. And I think they're a player or two away. What I'm hoping that the Knicks do that they've never done is try to get rid of all of this talent to bring in the guy that's going to put butts in seats in Madison Square Garden. Um, they're in a unique position because of the MSG network. They got tons of money, tons of dough, right, and, and all of that. They don't need to bring in the next guy that's going to sell a lot of jerseys. Um, but I think Thibodeau is the man, and I think he's the right man for that job. I think these guys are responding to him. I think the East is weak. Right. Right. But they're going in the right direction. The fact that we're having a conversation about the New York Knickerbockers, that is a big deal. But that's an awesome breakdown of that. I like RJ Barrett. I know he's a Duke guy. I know Duke guys don't necessarily do well. I'd love to know what Zion's doing. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little Zion Williamson uh, breakdown for next week. That'd be kinda cool. Yeah, it'd be really cool. You know, because since he's blown on a shoe, I don't think he's done much of anything else, but yeah, that's good stuff on the Knicks. I kind of hope so. I think the NBA is better when the Knicks are in the playoffs, when the Knicks are relevant, just like when the Lakers are relevant, uh, just like that. So, I mean, I think that's a really, really big deal in, in the direction you want to go. Yeah, and imagine the conversations, the different places we could take the Knicks. Being in the playoffs for the first time, I don't know how many years, post-Patrick Ewing, post-relevancy, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> What's amazing to me is, you see all this talent that's been drafted in the NBA from, you know, Simmons and Embiid and Giannis and Luka and all these guys. R.J. Barrett's two years into it. Where, where's the other homegrown talent? I mean, that's that's where the Knicks have failed is is to identify, you know, their guy, you know, those homegrown guys that, that they've drafted. But look, Tibbs is doing a great job. That's where we need to be. Now, topic number five, prediction sure to go wrong, Josh. We got Bucks versus Suns Wednesday. Who you got? I got the Suns winning by five. All right, Bucks in a major blowout by at least 17. Second game, <laughs> Heat versus Rockets Thursday. Who do you got? Interesting matchup. Go your way, but I'm pegging the Rockets to win by eight. Yep, your boy Jimmy Buckets is going to come up big. Heat with the victory. <coughs> <coughs> your fault. <coughs> Trailblazers. <coughs> Versus the, excuse me, the 76ers on Friday. Who you got? I got the 76ers winning close by one. All right, it's Dame time. Damian Lillard takes it over, and the Trailblazers win. If you guys want to rack up some cash on um, on Daily Fantasy NBA, pick against Josh, and you are going to crush it. Anything else you want to fill the plebs in before we put a wrap on today? I like to say it, just for the record, Yes. if you're a fan for the 76ers or for the Trailblazers, just mm -hmm. go to our shop. We got a sick Ben Simmons card. Can't go wrong with that. And if you can't fill him, 
Get Damian Glory card or two. It's right there for the taking. Courtsideheat.com forward slash store. If you want to get it on Macari, it's courtsideheat.store. Let's run it through. Let's break it down one last time. Where can you find us? We're at the mothership at courtsideheat.com. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash courtsideheat, instagram.com slash courtsideheatmba, facebook.com slash courtsideheat. We're on Tumblr slash courtsideheat. We are on Medium courtsideheat. We're on linktree.com slash courtsideheat. We're on gab.com slash courtsideheat. We're everywhere. YouTube. Rumble, you name it, we're there, and we are out, about out of time. Anything else going in? Five, four, three, two, uh, one. I got nothing. We'll see you next week on Courtside Heat, the podcast edition. I'm Jason. That's the Podfather. We'll see you next time.